Boom, boom, boom. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the very first official episode of Isaac's Sunday Stock Talk. I'm super excited about doing this. I have a lot of value that I'm going to be able to offer to you guys. Um, last week, I recorded an intro to this just to give you an idea as to why I'm qualified to be telling you how to spend your money and kind of um, what this podcast was going to be about. But just to give you a brief little overview of what I talked about last week, um, this podcast is basically going to be dedicated to helping especially young people build wealth. It's a skill that not very many people have, um, especially young people, but even older people as well. Um, not very many people know how to, for example, to invest, how to budget, how to save money, um, and how to make money, which is what we're going to be talking about in this episode. Um, but yeah, it's a skill that not very many people have, and it's super, super important because it can, if you start investing early and start um, getting an idea of how finance works, you're going to be way better off later on in life. So that's my goal with this podcast is to help you guys out and give you some resources so that you guys can go out there and open the doors and become financially free. So um, like I said, in this first episode, we're going to be talking about some basic ways to make money. Now, obviously, in order to invest and in order to start growing your money, you're going to have to have money to start out with. And so that's kind of where I want to start is what are some ways that you can make some extra money? Now, the first thing that I'm going to be talking about, and this is like really obvious, but um, having a job, having a part-time job, if you're you know young and you're in college or whatever, um, you, I think the best place to start is going to be having a part-time job. And that sounds obvious, but um, I, I really would highly recommend it because I think a lot of um, young people, the, the, the fear of having a job is the time commitment aspect of it. You're in school, you're doing your homework, you're going to have to study. On top of all of that, you have other social obligations that will keep you busy. And I totally understand why having a part-time job can seem super overwhelming for a lot of people. Um, but as someone who has had a part-time job in school and as someone who has had a lot of other friends who have had jobs in school, um, I can assure you that you're probably going to be fine. And I say probably because there's always going to be exceptions. There's always going to be those people. Like I had a friend, for example, who was a nursing student and he always had to go to clinicals and labs and things like that. And that always kept him really busy and filled up his schedule. Um, and I totally understand that there's lots of people out there who are like that in the same boat, um, but that's totally okay as well because there's lots of other ways to make money that I'll talk about here in a second. But I do think that most people um, can handle having a job in school and it's probably going to be the best option for you. Um, the thing about part-time jobs is that they're going to be super, super flexible. Um, chances are if you come in there and tell them that you're a college student, they're going to work with you and be really nice about it because um, they understand that you have these other obligations and they still want you to work for them. So they're going to let you, for example, set your schedule every week or, um, you know, set your hours, things like that. And they'll be super flexible and work with you so that it's not as big of a deal as you may think it will be. Now, I do have one super useful piece of advice for those of you who are interested in getting a part-time job, and that is to find something that pays in tips. Right? Don't just go out and find any random job. Find something that pays in tips. Now, this is just something that I have seen from my personal experience and my friends as well. But having a job that pays in tips is something that people sleep on. And I've never understood why. It's something super weird about America. 
and not a lot of other countries do this, but if you work as a bartender or a waiter or something like that, um, you're expected to receive tips on top of your normal wage. And the reason why this is so great is because typically with a lot of those, you traditionally think of these jobs as being restaurant jobs. With those restaurant jobs, you usually don't have to work very long shifts. A lot of the time, you're only going to be working during the night. So you're going to only have to, you know, work five hours or something like that every day. And chances are you're going to make a lot more money doing that, working that five-hour shift during the night on a Friday than you would um, that person who works a cashier job for eight hours every day, right? So it's really, really good. So I personally worked as a pizza delivery driver, one of the most honest, one of the most humble jobs you can have. Shout out to all my other pizza delivery drivers out there. Uh, it was great because I got to keep 100% of my the money that I made because I didn't have to drive around my own car. The company that I worked for had their own cars. Um, I didn't have to pay for my own gas, which was also really great. And I made a normal wage, which was like $9 an hour or something like that, on top of the tips that I made. And so I know a lot of waiter jobs will, the, the amount um, that you get per hour is like cut in half or something like that. Um, but you still will make a ton of money. But pizza delivery, the job that I had was great because, like I said, got to keep my entire um, hourly wage. And then on top of that, I made tips. So if you can find something that pays you in tips, I would highly recommend trying that out as well. It can kind of suck, I'll be honest, working at a restaurant or something. And you've probably heard plenty of horror stories about it, like people who have had awful customers and have been treated like crap. But I, I would highly recommend giving it a try because you will make the most money doing that. Um, so the second way that you can make money in college is by selling your stuff. Now, this is something that I dove pretty heavily into and actually made quite a bit of money doing. I think I started off with about $1,000 of just me um, buying stuff and selling my own stuff. And then I turned that $1,000 into almost $5,000 or something like that over a summer, which was crazy. Um, so the best way to start when, when it comes to selling items is by just going through your closet and going through some of the old storage totes that you have under your bed and finding old stuff that you don't need anymore. Now, my biggest piece of advice for this would be to sell your stuff on eBay, right? The great thing about eBay is that if you're selling something, chances are it's already been sold before. And you can actually, um, if you do a little bit of research on how eBay works, um, you'll be able to see how you can search for items that have already sold in the past and it gives you an idea of how much the stuff that you have will sell for. So I would highly recommend, as I said, just starting out by going through your old stuff and finding some valuable stuff that you can sell. And you would be absolutely shocked at how much money you can get for some of this stuff. I had um, a really old like kids like sweatshirt thing that was like 20 sizes too small for me. And it ended up selling for almost $60. That was, I think, the first or second thing that I sold on eBay. And um, yeah, the, you, I guarantee you, you will have in your closet right now, you have almost $1,000 of stuff just laying around. Like you would be in, impressed by the amount of money that you can make doing this. And the thing is, once you run out of stuff of your own personal stuff that you can sell, um, you can start investing that money that you've made into buying other people's old junk and then selling that. Um, over the summer one year, um, I went to a bunch of garage sales every single weekend 
and I would just buy as much stuff as I could. I kind of started to specialize in like old video game stuff because that's something that I knew a lot about. And then old stuffed animals too. Stuffed animals are super, super valuable. And if you if you want to get into this, I would highly recommend doing a little bit of research on stuffed animals. But the point is I went out and I just bought people's old stuff. I would look up how much it sold for on eBay and then I would sell it, right? And I also ended up expanding on this and um, I ended up starting to, I started a business on Amazon where I would sell used books. I went to Goodwill and um, if you want to get heavily, like dive really deep into this, you can do a little bit of research about it. But basically I would scan a book and then you could look up how much it sold for on Amazon and then you could sell it on Amazon as a used book and then you would make the money from it. So um, flipping items is a super, super great piece of advice. Um, you can set your own hours, so to speak. You can work whenever you want. You can buy as much stuff as you want. You can put as much time and effort into it as, as you want, and you'll get that money back out of it. So I think flipping items is probably one of the best ways to make money in college. Now, this next thing isn't going to be for everybody. It totally depends where you live and what resources you have access to. But if you have access to this, I would highly recommend doing that. And that is rideshare apps and food delivery apps. So things like Uber and DoorDash and Grubhub, things like that. Now, like I said, not every single town out there is going to have um, a rideshare app that um, is present in your town. And I mean, chances are if you live in a college town, you're going to have something like that because it's one of the best places for those apps to operate. But um, if you do have one of these and you also have a car, because a lot of times you'll need a car in order to use those um, delivery services, um, it's a great way to make some extra money. So all you have to do to get started with these is to first figure out if that certain app is available in your town. And it's super easy to, to do this. You just have to go to the company's website, um, put in your zip code, I think is all you have to do. And then it'll tell you if that service is available. And then from there, you kind of just have to apply like a normal job. Um, you fill out, you know, your name and things like that. Um, you have, I think you have to submit like a photo of your driver's license. So it's pretty easy to get started. And once you do, it's great because just like with um, flipping items, you can work as much as you want. You don't have to have a certain schedule. If you kind of are bored at some point and you just want to make a little bit of extra money, you can just hop on the app, push a button, and then you can go and deliver some food or give people a ride somewhere. Um, and another cool thing about these apps is that they you can get paid in tips as well. So you can kind of choose to accept certain orders and things like that and only accept certain orders that are paying a little bit more and things like that. So it's, it's a super easy way to make a little bit of extra money. So that's rideshare apps. Now this next thing I wanna talk about is gonna require a little bit more skill and it's a little bit more entrepreneurial, but it's definitely something feasible that you can do. Um, but that is freelance work. So everybody, and I know everybody, has something that they're good at, whether it's you know you're an artist or you can proofread papers really well, or you're a graphic designer, so you can make logos for businesses, or you know how to program, so you can make websites, whatever it is, everybody has something that they're good at. And freelance work is a great way to um, take advantage of this, right? So like Fiverr is what I'm gonna talk about here. Um, it's a website where basically you can go on there, make a profile, and advertise yourself as a person with a specific skill. So just using the examples, a graphic designer who makes logos, you can go on Fiverr, say, I'm a graphic designer. Um, this is a portfolio of the work that I've done, whatever. 
and then or people who will need a logo will search on Fiverr for someone who can make logos and then you'll pop up and then they'll pay you to make a logo. So this is a great option for you know a lot of people because it's super, super easy to kind of get started with this, but it just requires a little bit more effort because like I said, you're gonna have to make a portfolio, you're gonna have to make yourself look good, you might have to reach out to people, um, but freelance is a great way to make some extra money and once you kind of get a little bit of um, you know experience doing it, and you get some happy customers and some good reviews, it can really um, skyrocket into something really awesome. I had a friend who originally started doing freelance artwork, and she would uh, make commission posters and things like that for people, and um, when she started to get more reviews and stuff, she decided to make a website and then list some of her artwork on her website, and then it honestly just turned into a full-fledged business and she's really successful and um, she ended up not continuing school and just doing artwork full-time so it's something that can turn into something really awesome if you have the time and patience to do it now i do have one more little piece of advice for you guys and i'll be honest i saved this one for last because i don't want a lot of people to know about it i'm hoping people heard my annoying voice at first and decided to just tune off of this thing but the last piece of advice that i have for you is website testing and survey taking. Now, especially testing websites, there's this website called user testing. So basically the idea is that a company can go on this website and on the user testing website and then they list their website that they've created for their business and then people like yourself can go on there and then test out that company's website and review it and say if it's good, any problems that are that the website has and then you get paid for it. And so you can spend 20 minutes um, you know, going through this company's website and critiquing it, and then you get paid like 10 bucks per website that you review. So it's a super, super insane way to make money. You can easily make like $60 an hour doing this if there's work available for you to do. And um, it's kind of my hidden gem because it's not something that I see a lot of people talking about, and it's something that I personally did. And, you know, when you have like a couple hours of downtime, you can just go on there, review websites for a couple hours and you make like a hundred bucks. So it's super amazing. And on top of this, there's also survey taking. Now, this isn't as great as the user testing stuff that I talked about before, um, but surveys, you can still make a little bit of extra money. You know, if the if there aren't any websites for you to test, um, you can take some surveys and it, it's a nice little way to make some extra income. There's a website called Survey Junkie um, where you can go on and it's kind of the same thing. You go through the survey, you take it and that's pretty much it and you get paid a little bit of money. You don't make a ton of money doing it, but again, if you're bored and you have some free time and you want a little bit of extra money, it's a great thing to do. So those are all of my tips that I have on some great ways that you can make money in college. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you found value from it, let me know. And um, next time, I think I'm going to be talking about some ways that you can get started in investing. So um, some of the best ways to get into the stock market, some other things that you can use to get started with investing. And um, I think it's going to be great. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and um, I will see you next week. I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. And until next time, we'll see you later.